Hello and welcome back to White Hot Glory, the podcast where you can come to learn how to be white hot for God's glory in these cold, dark times of the end days before Jesus comes back for his true believing church. Today we are going to talk about a subject that has... um, personally impacted my life and uh, a subject that I do not want to cover but I know that if I do not it will be in disobedience to what the Lord has shown me that I do need to speak on so before we get into it um, the topic is pride and homosexuality and before we get into it today I just want to let you guys know that I have homosexuality um, in my past, in my testimony. Um, I, I identified as bisexual before coming to Christ, but I have had relationships with females. And um, this is coming from a a place of love and not judgment and I I really hope and pray that you guys hear this um, I I suggest looking up Patty Height from out of Egypt ministries um, she is a, a a woman who is far more um, researched and um, can give you more of an in-depth perspective because she was living homosexually her whole life. Um, my bisexuality, I believe, stemmed from the influence of the media, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But I just want to let you know that if you do identify as homosexual or transgender or being a drag queen or a drag king is your thing, I want you to know that Jesus loves you and I love you and I'm just trying to let you know what the Lord has shown me about that sin in my life and nobody wants to hear that their lifestyle is not pleasing to God and um, not biblical it's it's not a comfortable thing to think about it's definitely not a comfortable thing to talk about so I I hope and pray that what you guys hear from me from here on out is is just because I love you and Jesus loves you and um, I do want to say that the the quote-unquote Christians that go and protest during pride parades um, just screaming hate and screaming that you guys are going to hell because the Bible says that homosexuality is a sin. That's not what Jesus would do. Jesus would not scream at you that you are going to hell and that you guys are evil. Jesus would 
probably give you guys a hug and say, hey, I love you. And because I love you, this is what the Bible says about this. So please pray before you continue on listening to the rest of this message. And please know that I have this same sin in as a part of my life in the past. And it's something that I've given over to the Lord. And um, this is so uncomfortable for me to talk about, but the most important conversations that we need to have with people in our lives that we love, that we don't want to see making mistakes, are the most important conversations. So, um, I'm not delivering this from a soapbox. I'm delivering this from my heart to yours, from personal experience. And I hope and pray that you guys will receive this and just ask the Lord if what I'm saying is true. Ask God if what I'm saying is true. Okay? I love you guys. God bless you. We'll return in just a moment. Um, Just to let you know, just to show you that I'm not just speaking this out of my behind. Um, I... I've mentioned a couple times in my podcast that I was a professional singer before coming to Christ with secular music, and one of my singles on iTunes from that past life was actually written about a girl that I was having a relationship with, and she had blue hair, and she kept hurting me um, and, and choosing this other girl who was a speed dealer over time with me and it really hurt and um so this is this is proof musical proof from my past that this was a lifestyle that I did lead at one point in time um so I'm actually going to splice it in here in the next segment to lead us into the following segment. It's called Enough's Enough, and um, I just want you to know that I'm really, really coming from a place where I I, I know what, what you're going through, I know what you've been through, I know how it feels like love is love and how one soul can fall in love with another soul. So, um, you are only able to hear this song if you're listening on Spotify. So if you're not listening from Spotify, um, you can either look it up on iTunes or YouTube. It's, um, Enough's Enough by Brie Brixton. That was my old stage name. I no longer go by that. I don't, I don't live that life anymore but it's B-R-I-E-B-R-I-X-T-O-N. So, um, yeah, I, I, I hope that it ends up meaning something to you, and I'm grateful that I have that proof from back then to give to you guys now, but I don't encourage buying that single because I do use one curse word in it, and that's not me anymore. So God bless you guys. We'll return in a few moments. Okay, guys, welcome back. I thank you for coming back because I know that when I was in my sin and I was doing things that other people were telling me were wrong and sinful, I didn't want to hear it. So the fact that you made it back through this um, 
beginning and the song of this podcast just shows me that you have a a soft heart and it is so important to have a soft and teachable heart in order to walk out the Christian lifestyle. C.S. Lewis says, For pride is spiritual cancer. It eats up the very possibility of love or contentment or even common sense. Andrew Murray says, Pride must die in you, or nothing of heaven can live in you. It is not an accident that the the banner statement of homosexuality, transgenderism, even pedophiles now are trying to get in on the um the gay flag. The the blanket statement and the banner and the <clears throat> word that they use is pride. And Satan is very sly, but there are also things that he does where he just plasters what is real way out in the open so blatantly that people just miss the fact that it's there and the statement of pride is one of those things the bible says that pride goes before the fall and Let's see, let me find it. Here we go. Proverbs 16, 18 says, Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before stumbling. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty or snobby, but humility goes before honor. Ezekiel 28:17 says your heart was proud because of your beauty you corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor when i was in my sin i was far more concerned about my outer appearance than my inner appearance. I always had my nails done. I always had my hair done. I always had my toes done. I wore high heels every day. The tightest outfits possible. Things that reflected my sexuality. And the danger of putting your identity and your emphasis on your sexuality is that means that's all you are. All I was when I put my my all my energy and time into my appearance meant that I was vain and shallow and misleading. My husband and I were talking yesterday about how 
he said, you know, the women that put on those long, fake, shiny, colorful nails and the women who who have different hair colors or go to great lengths to change their hair all the time and the women who have to have those big brand name designer bags and just have to be noticed all the time I wonder what they're covering up I stay away from those women because I, I, I've found in the past that they're always hiding something they're hiding emptiness they're hiding insecurity and that resonated with me because that's exactly what I was doing for all those years when I had to have my face full of makeup and my hair perfect and my outfit nails matching my hair tie matching my shoelaces matching my toes I mean I had one of my nicknames in high school was Barbie because I was just obsessed with making sure that everything matched and everything looked perfect but during that time in my life I was dying on the inside and I have found just from observing other people's lives and and seeing from my own that the people that go to the great lengths to put up a facade on the outside have spiritual emptiness on the inside and what is so funny now to me is I am often in a t-shirt and jeans and flip-flops and I, I don't really do my makeup that often anymore and my husband looks at me the way I always wanted men to look at me back when I would dress to the nines when I'm wearing a t-shirt and no makeup I spent so much time and energy on my outside and got nothing that I wanted out of man or women and here I am living my day-to-day life with my husband and the way he looks at me when I've got no makeup on and jeans on is just something that I, I always looked for back then. It wasn't until I came to Jesus that the Lord, and I was just not concerned about my appearance at all, and not concerned about having a uh, a mate at all, and just focused on the Lord 100%, that then the Lord brought me my husband. And the story of, of how he brought us together, you guys, is super natural, and my mother-in-law calls it a god fairy tale because of how incredible that whole thing was Um, I'll get into that another day but I just want you guys to know that let me let me tell you what what the bible says about the appearance first Peter 3 verses 3 and 4 says your beauty should not come from outward adornment such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self 
the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is of great worth in God's sight. I think about drag queens and drag kings especially when that verse comes or or just girls in general that are more worried about their outside than their inside and Proverbs 27:19 says as water reflects the face so one's life reflects the heart Am I saying don't do your makeup anymore? No, of course not. It is important to take care of yourself and present yourself professionally if you work in a professional environment. But what I am saying is that when you work on your spirit by spending time in prayer and spending time in the Bible, that is what God likes to work with. And the more time you spend on your spirit, the less you're concerned about your outer appearance. I used to dye my hair all sorts of colors. It was black and platinum and orange and red and pink and, oh gosh, so many colors. And one day I just said, Lord, should I dye my hair red? again or should I let it grow out and he very clearly spoke into my heart it's vanity for me it was vanity because I didn't need to do it and the more I appreciate what the Lord has given me naturally the more peace I have and that peace is available it is available Colossians 3.12-14 says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Now, of course, it's fun to dress up and look good. But biblical love shown is what we are to clothe ourselves. If you consider your child yourself a child of God, this is your clothing. Now, I'm not saying walk around naked and say, oh, I'm loved, I'm loved, I'm clothed in love. That's not, that causes stumbling in other people's lives. And as Christians, we're called to not make each other stumble I I don't want to preach at you there's an well you know what here this will even make me more human to you guys it is a good possibility that my father is gay and we have a very strange family dynamic if you guys haven't <laughs> gathered that from all my podcasts before but um my father 
ever since, gosh, I was a teenager, has never allowed us to know where he has been living. He gets his mail forwarded to my sister's house and will not ever divulge any personal information to any any of us. And my sisters have relayed to him that they feel hurt and concerned because if he died, nobody would know or we wouldn't find out until much farther after the fact. I mean, he would just disappear and nobody would know where to find him or how to find him. And when I when I think about his perspective on our family, I mean, gosh, I wouldn't want to come out to our family either. The, the amount of judgment and condemnation in our family is just astronomical. And so that's why I have taken so long, part of the reason I've taken so long to do this podcast is because, I mean, gosh, I have been so judged and condemned by my own very close family that it's like telling them anything just makes them think they're better and self-righteous and that's not, it's, it's a hard thing to deal with when you're, when you're concerned about your own family just completely turning their back on you, but Jesus is there. Even though your family might condemn you, Jesus is there. And and if you give the Lord the control of your romantic life and the control of your sexuality and the control of your your testimony, the Bible says that there's no shame and condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. And when I started this podcast, I told my mom, I said, mom, I I want you to know that, you know, you might not want to hear this podcast in this podcast because there's bisexuality in it. And, and she goes, well, nothing you say anymore shocks me. So (laughs) that was good. I told the truth and, and she received it better than I thought. It's always good to tell the truth. But she also said, you know, aren't you afraid to come out and say these things in public because your sisters have been so condemning and judgmental? And I went, the, the, the initial fear of that was there, yes, but I cannot be afraid. Fear is not from the Lord and I might be helping people with my testimony. It says that we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and, our, and the word of our testimony. If everybody's afraid to speak out about their sinful past, how are they going to help others with their sin in, in the future? Or who knows right now if somebody is listening and they're struggling with homosexuality or same-sex attraction or or wanting to do a, a gender change, I'm just asking you to please go to the Bible and ask God with a sincere heart if that is something that you should be doing. That's it. That's where I come from. 
Now, might you be judged by other people? Probably. I've been judged quite unfairly, especially over the last um, year. And what matters is seeking God. What matters is finding out the truth. What matters is your relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah, there are those unloving, Bible-thumping Christians who just tell everybody that they're going to hell. But it says that if you have hate in your heart for your brother, that you're not of the Lord. So it's a good chance that those people are going to hell. If everybody just worried about speaking truth in love, the world would be a far different place. And I'm not here to condemn. I can't condemn. I'm not here to judge. I cannot judge. But God can condemn. And God will judge. And I'm just saying these things because I want you guys to be able to stand before God on Judgment Day and not go to hell. The Bible says that homosexuality is an abomination to the Lord. And I was committing homosexual acts and I was an abomination to the Lord I have repented from that and I know that the Lord has forgiven me and I'm not saying that you can pray the gay away at all there are things that I still struggle with but it's a daily battle and it's a daily choice of choosing God and what his word says over choosing to sin. It's not always easy, but the more I remove things from my life and keep them out, the easier it is, those sinful things, the easier it is to follow the Lord and what he has to say. I know that having your sexuality be the focal point of your life is empty because someday you'll be too old to have sex. And it's a a breeding ground for rejection and condemnation and constantly striving for acceptance and when your identity is in Christ you don't have those issues sure people may hate you because you believe in Jesus and you speak truth but 
it doesn't matter because you're not looking to be accepted by man. You're just looking to please God. I think there are probably as many quote-unquote Christians going to hell because they're self-righteous or they have the pride of, of racism in their lives or hate for someone as anybody who is homosexual we all just need to be responsible for for our walk with Jesus Christ and that's all I want to say here is now you know what the Bible says not just about homosexuality but about worrying about your appearance and having your identity rooted in something other than him that's that's dangerous and I'm only saying this because I've been there and now I see and like I said earlier if if you would like to know more about someone's ministry who has gone full circle who was homosexual and um, still deals with the same sex attraction but chooses to walk out her faith her name again is Patty Height P-A-T-T-I H-E-I-G-H-T and um, she just has given some amazing talks on how she looks to Jesus and how he has changed her life and her lifestyle. And um, her ministry is called Out of Egypt Ministries. And I really very much, very, very, very much recommend looking her up. She is a wise woman and a, a warrior for Christ and for victory in Jesus. She's amazing. I, I know that, I mean, I got to hear her speak about two years ago and she made a big impact on my life and and brothers and sisters in Christ if you are listening right now and you just are thinking that anybody who disagrees with you on homosexuality um, and you're pointing fingers and condemning people to hell please listen to Patty Height please we must clothe ourselves in love and if you are not being loving to your brothers and sisters that are battling with same-sex attraction then how can you call yourself a follower of Jesus Christ we all have struggles just because their struggle is with same-sex attraction does not make you better than them or or anybody to condemn anything we all need to work on our own struggles before pointing out the planks in uh, in each other's eyes We're called to love and not sexual love. And that's where Satan gets in. He, he wants you to think that love is sex and it's not. Love is truth and patience and kindness and gentleness and self-control and 
all the fruit of the Spirit. I hope that this makes sense to some people and if you are struggling with same-sex attraction, if you are struggling with wanting to become another sex, please look up the long studies of that. Um, look up the, the medical studies. It shows that, that almost 40% of people who change genders are so unsatisfied with it and, and have been battling mental illness that they try they kill themselves it that will not make you happy the only thing that will fill your soul and make you happy and joyful and at peace is having a real relationship with Jesus Christ I can tell you that from experience I tried to kill myself I was so empty and depressed and anxious that I did try to commit suicide and that will be another topic for another day but in January 2017 I tried to take my life because I was just distraught at not finding satisfaction and not feeling love and peace and I am so grateful that the Lord spared my life I promise you guys if you seek God if you seek the truth in his holy bible and you start looking up to Jesus instead of inwardly at yourselves, you will find satisfaction like no other. And I believe that the Lord spared my life to tell you that today. And the Lord allowed me to go through that homosexuality and that bisexuality period of my, of my life so that I could not be afraid to tell you the truth today in love. And if you guys have family that is condemning you and making you feel shame, I'm sorry. I know exactly what that feels like. It is awful to feel rejected by your own family and judged and condemned by your own family. Part of me doesn't blame my dad for not divulging any information about where he lives or what he does for a living or who his friends are or anything because I wouldn't want to tell my family either. It's not easy to be honest when all you get in return is judgment and condemnation and hate. But I encourage you guys to be honest anyway. Because like I said in my last podcast, I think it was my last one, that when you tell the truth, it takes the power out of Satan's hand and puts it in the Holy Spirit's hand. All the sin in the world entered through one lie. Satan wants us to be concerned with our sex life and our appearance so that we are not concerned about the things of the Lord. It says that love is doesn't boast, it's not puffed up. And that's another way of saying prideful. 
And the Bible talks about what happens to prideful people. I used to be very prideful and I sure fell right on my butt for the whole world to see. But my God is good and he's changed it into some really good things. I'm able to speak out what he's done for me and how he's changed my life and what he has shown me. And like I said earlier, this is a really rough topic for me to talk about. But unless we start getting real with one another and having calm, logical, gentle, loving conversations, this world is going to implode. Our society has begun to. Anyway, I think that's, that is all we've got for today. And I thank you for hearing me out. And I thank you for your time. We spend time on what's important to us. And I hope that your relationship with Jesus is the most important thing in your life. Because if it is, everything else falls into place. I can tell you that from experience. So I hope and pray that you guys look up Patty Height with Out of Egypt Ministries and just look her up on YouTube. She's an amazing woman, a soldier for Christ, an honest soldier for Christ, a loving soldier for Christ. And um, I know that this probably wasn't what a lot of you guys wanted to hear today, but if we don't tell the truth, then we're lost. So God bless you guys. Jesus loves you. He loves you so much, more than you could ever imagine, and he wants to show you how much he's shown me. He's been so kind and gracious and merciful on me. I have sinned almost every way possible. So God bless you guys. Have a very blessed day. Do a little bit more research on the things that I'm speaking of. And um, I want you to know that if you look it up on YouTube and you, you you start getting screamed at by somebody and they're saying that they are commanded to be hateful, then, then you need to look at somebody else's teachings because Jesus would give you a hug and say, this is what the Bible says. I love you. Here's how we go about it in a different way. Anyway, God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day.